Welcome to the Beginner Photography Podcast. Today, I'm gonna to show you how to find your creative voice. So let me start by asking you a question. Have you ever felt stuck in your photography? Like, you know that you're missing something, but you're not quite sure exactly what it is. What do you do when you feel that way? Do you put your camera down and wait for something to change? inspiration, education, just relaxation? Or do you seek out the answers? Do you head to Instagram to look for something new, unique, beautiful? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you take a break? Do you check out YouTube? What do you do when you feel like you're missing something and you're not sure what it is? Can I let you in on a little secret? Can I tell you exactly what you're missing? What you're missing is clarity in your creative voice. So how do you gain that clarity? Well, you can't buy it on Amazon. You're not gonna find it on YouTube, a video, or even in this podcast. You have to find it yourself. But good news, I'm gonna show you where to look. But there is some bad news. You're not gonna find it today. You're not gonna find it tomorrow. You're not gonna find it next week, next month, or probably not even next year. And as cliche as it sounds, photography is a journey. A journey of four simple stages. Survive, share, stand out, and serve. Stage one, survive. You wake up, it's dark. You're in a jungle, you hear strange noises. Your heart is racing. What do you do? This is what it's like when you first get your camera. A whole new world in front of you. So much information, so much beauty, so much potential. You want to shoot everything. Friends and family, your pets, nature, the sunset, everything. So you start shooting and almost immediately you realize just how lost you are. You know that you're missing something, but you're not quite sure what it is. At this beginning stage, you don't know what you don't know but you see people taking beautiful photos on Instagram, so you know that it can be done. Now this is where you make your first real first step into the journey of photography. You're going to quickly find that it's a whole lot easier to take a bad photo with the DSLR than it is a cell phone, because the DSLR assumes that you know what you're doing. So you stop thinking that it's just luck that makes other photographers successful, and you decide to commit and learn more about your camera and find out how to take beautiful photos. A quick Google search shows you that you should learn manual and take control of your camera and the images that you produce. And then you should probably buy a Nifty 50, the 50 millimeter 1.8 lens. And in the early days of photography, I think that it is incredibly important to immerse yourself in the work of others. See the work that other photographers are producing. You need to see what's possible to create with a camera. 
I would not recommend Instagram for this. And it's not because, you know, there isn't any great photographers on Instagram. There is, for sure. But Instagram encourages the scroll. And the scroll is endless. Quickly, you can become desensitized to great photography. So instead, I recommend using sites like either Flickr or 500px. Sites that encourage you to slow down and look at one photo at a time. This will not only build up your creative eye, but also show you what creative things others can do with their camera. It's now your job to learn how to use the tool that is your camera. Practice everything that you can. The more that you shoot, the, the faster that you will grow and then graduate to stage two. Stage two, share your work. Sharing your work does not have to be public or online. It can be with just friends and family at first, if you'd like. Now, if you wanna start sharing online, by all means, please do. You just want eyes on your photos. This stage is fun. Everything is still so new and exciting. You're still learning every single day. You're sharing photos of your dog, uh, the beautiful flower in the backyard, uh, a portrait of a kid, you know, that you, that you tried your hands at. And after a few short weeks, you can already see tangible growth in your own work. Now, unfortunately, this is where the trap starts. The more that you learn, the less that there is to learn. When you're new, you get that 50 millimeter 1.8 and you can now make all of your backgrounds out of focus. The whole world of photography opens up, but eventually you get to the point to where you run out of those easy, quick wins. And again, you know that you're missing something, but you're not quite sure what it is. So what do you do? Well, now that you have a technical proficiency, you start looking at the work of others again to find something new. So you find something, you try your hand at it, and hey, 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 you have a new tool to add to your toolkit. Now, you may even start offering your services and earn a little bit extra money on the side. It's not too bad, but most photographers end up trapped here, unable to move forward to stage three. And that's because after a while of consistent growth, you see that it's starting to slow down. You see other photographers on Instagram offering mini sessions and they look like they're killing it. So now you offer mini sessions, but they don't take off like you were hoping. You're not sure why, but Regardless, you're experiencing this. You're trying new techniques and you're taking good photos. So again, you look to Instagram and you find an interesting photo and it has a ton of likes. Like, like whoa, like a lot of likes. And then the gears start turning in your head. Hey, if I can take photos like this, then people will love my photos as well. So you learn that new editing style. You get that fancy tilt shift lens. You keep chasing the trends. And for some, this cycle right here, it lasts forever. But for others, 
for a select few, they realize that that photo that's unique, that photo that has a ton of likes, it has a ton of likes because it's, it's different. And you ask yourself, well, why is it different? I have the same camera, I have the same lens, but my photos don't look anything like that. And right at that moment, the light bulb goes off in your head. If, if everyone had the same gear, what would make photos unique? It's the photographer, the person behind the camera. That's why not everyone is a Canon Explorer of Light or a Sony Ambassador or Fuji X shooter because it's not the camera gear that makes the photo unique. It's, it's me. And at that moment, you graduate to stage three. Stand out. You realize that your photography is about you, how you see the world, how you want to tell a story. And this is where you look for a way to, to bring your own work out of yourself. This is not an overnight journey. You realize that you can no longer look to Instagram for the same kind of inspiration that you found before. The world changes. I mean, who has already forgot about murder hornets, right? Everybody. But who has forgotten about 9-11? You know, the really important, powerful things stay around forever. And that's why you start looking back on old photographers' work because you know that it stood the test of time and that you're no longer looking for the flavor of the day. Look at photographers from the past, like Alfred Stieglitz, Alvin Coburn, and Dorothea Lange. Their photos kind of look modern. They look like they were taken today, but with old clothing. Yet they're all different. Something stands out. And while they used some techniques that could easily be replicated with some app today, you know that they didn't. They tried something new. They wondered, I wonder what would happen if I tried X. And then they tried X. And then they learned to not be afraid to create what they feel. And then you discover that just because other photographers do something does not mean that it's working. You see in the local a Facebook group that the same photographer who looked like they were just killing it with their mini sessions is complaining that no one is booking and that it is so hard to get new clients. What? You're kind of shocked. But once again, you challenge conventional wisdom. Now, last week you heard me talk with Philip Bloom, who him and his wife Eileen consistently bring home $10,000 a weekend doing mini sessions. And they do it not by shooting 100 mini sessions in a weekend, but by challenging conventional wisdom. I'll actually be doing a live webinar with them next week, July 29th, where they're going to break down with you the framework that they use for their mini sessions. You can register for that webinar and learn how you can do it too. So the link is in the show notes for you to go ahead and register. Or if you're driving, uh, then you can go ahead. When you stop, shoot me an email at beginnerphotographypodcast.com and I'll send you that link. But by challenging that conventional wisdom, you start showing less. You know, on my first website, I had tabs for portraits, weddings, family, commercial, life, and personal. I thought, okay, so the more that I show, 
the better of an understanding that somebody will have of my work. But people don't do that. They're not going to sit down and study your work. Show less to manage expectations more. So if you show less, you have to be more intentional with what you do show. You start to only show what you want to shoot. You show photos that reflect your style. Wait, well, 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 look at that. After all this time shooting, you have a style. Where did that come from? It surely was not intentional. It just, you know, well, here it is. And now you have one. Your work stands out. More and more strangers, or potential clients even, tell you how much they love your work. You might even get emails from other local photographers asking to shadow you. Where did this all come from? It feels like just yesterday you were trying to understand how to change your ISO and when to change your shutter speed. And now other photographers are asking you for advice? This is when you reach the next stage, stage four, serve. It took a long time to get here and the view is wonderful, but you'll never quite reach the proverbial top of the mountain and nor should you want to. And that's because once you reach the top, there's nowhere else to go. So you focus on using what you've learned over the years to get to this point to help others. You may decide to use your camera to serve, bring awareness to special causes, give back to those in need, use your platform as a voice to bring help to an underserved area. Or you could use what you've learned to help other photographers on their journey. Help other photographers to get to the point to where now they serve with their cameras, letting you inadvertently help ex exponentially help more people. Less directly, but still a part of the solution, the progression, the change. Now I hope that this has left you feeling inspired to create something of your own. I hope that you feel like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders, a weight of feeling that you have to perform to make the same photos that everyone else does in order to be successful, because it is you who determines what success looks like, nobody else. And once you figure that out, you'll realize that you had your creative voice inside of you the whole time. Go ahead and cue those waterworks. All right, that is it for this week. Until next week, I really want you to make do. I want you to make more. I want you to do more. And I want you to make do with the gear that you got. See you then.